Have you heard of the um, two beers and a puppy rule? No. This is, uh, I heard about it, and it's the perfect way to find out who you want to fish a tournament with. So the whole idea is that there are people, you have to ask yourself two questions. Like any person, would you have two beers with this person? There are people Why specifically two? Just the rule. Okay, okay. Uh, and right. then there's people who fall into the yes or no category, right? Absolutely. And then there, uh, the other question is, would you have these people watch, would you have this person watch your puppy? And then it's a yes or no. So there are certainly people that you would have two beers with that you wouldn't have watch your puppy. Absolutely. There are certainly people that you would not drink two beers with, but you would trust to watch your puppy. Yeah. Now, if you're looking for a tournament partner, you want to drink six beers with them and trust them with your child. Wow. That's you, man. Wow. I'm ready for it. That was that was very deep. That was in, a deep way to start the conversation just, here. I'm committed. I'm all in here. I guess so. This is while I talk. I'm Dan. I'm, I'm very full right now. <laughs> I'm Will. Um, we have just a couple things on the agenda. We're going to squeak in a quick one here. Yeah, we're heading, we're we're waiting for registration here. Sitting so. at Stony Point Campground and Resort on Cass Lake, getting ready for the registration and rules meeting for the Cass Lake MWC. It's going to be a fun one. We've got some shout-outs to do. We'll do a week in review. And then we got the MWC, kind of a quick little game plan. Uh, explain what we found. Not what we found, what Dan found. And then uh, we're going to do a preview for this week. And then we've got to get, make it to registration. Yep. So let's hear from Porter Doc. Having fun in the sun on the lake all day long. Porta-Doc.com. Porta-Doc.com. Find your local Porta-Doc dealer today. Porta-Doc.com. Shout out. First one, Cannon Lee Miller. Absolutely. We both got to fish with them this week. They specifically asked. Can we maybe get a shout out on the podcast? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Big Ken supporters. actually made my, my website, longvilleguide.com. Can't thank him enough for it. It's a pretty good looking website, man. Well, yeah, it's, I'm a pretty good looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> Features, does it, is your picture on there? Yeah, of course it is. Are you with a big crappie or something? No. Why? Why are you doing that? <laughs> That's Carl's thing. You fish crappies too. Somebody was talking about, oh, I had some customers of mine. They were talking about that big crappie you caught like a month ago. You that was probably Ken and Lee Miller. You had it on the one. No, it wasn't. They weren't the ones talking oh. about it. It was the old folks that I fished with just this couple days ago. Oh, okay. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Sharon and Bob Laverne. Yes. Laverne. Yep. Yeah. And then another one. I'm super fired up about this. We got a care package from... Um, Secret Lake Tackle. Um, guy listens to the podcast. He's out of Zimmerman, Minnesota, and his stuff is great, dude. Pardon my French. There's some beautiful looking shit. <laughs> beautiful. I would agree. Kevin Skalicki is his name. He and sent us some ripping wraps. Yep, custom painted ripping wraps. Super, super good looking. Yep. And then spinners, he, he sent uh, us some crawler harnesses with custom painted blades. And I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast and he picked it up or not, but the dude just nailed my colors perfectly. I guarantee next summer, only secret lake, lake tackle spinners. That's how confident I feel. That's awesome. You actually fished with one today, didn't you? Yeah, I never pull spinners in September, and I caught one. Thing was in the water. Uh, it was like eight inches down in the wall I was on it. Wow. I was in 35 feet Were you water. by a port of that? 
I was. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's unbelievable. I don't, uh, know, so, I don't know if people will actually believe that story. <laughs> well, they better. <laughs> Look up uh, Secret Lake Cackle on Facebook, Instagram, all those places. Um, Minnesota guy and makes some really, really good looking stuff. And judging by his uh, Instagram page, he catches lots of walleyes on the stuff he makes. So. Nice. That's it for shout outs. Dan, how was your week? <gasps> oh, one more. Okay, sorry. John McAllister. Johnny John Mac. Is always sharing our podcast and is maybe, maybe got us lined up for our second um, Fins and Feathers um, cast and blast thing. Yep. Maybe. Really? Well, we'll just mention it now because it is a maybe. We have one boat filled for the cast and blast MEA weekend, Thursday, Friday. Need another group. One more. So I'm saying maybe if you're interested, reach out to Will or myself. It's going to be a real good It's going to be fun. Catching walleyes in the morning, shooting grouse in the afternoon, eating both of them in the evening. Or vice versa. What? What? I always plan on grouse hunting in the morning. Really? Yeah, as soon as the sun comes up, I'm going to sh- get them before they get out of the roofs. <laughs> Might be n- not be a bad idea <laughs> since it's MEA weekend. It's MEA weekend. weekend. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll figure something out. Yep. Right. Um, weekend review, how was your week? My week was pretty darn good. I had one bad one. I'm trying to remember the bad one. What was it? No, it ended up not being that bad. I had a slow, I had a full day on leech. Uh, eat with a pretty with pretty good conditions, but the wind was out of the southeast, which like wipes out a lot of our southeast stuff. Except mm-hmm. for, well, there's a few, but you they can weren't... you can make it work as long as they're in there. Yeah, and so we had a pretty mediocre morning, and then I ran all the way over to the west side and caught them. Did for, you really? First drift. Yep, first drift we caught one, and then we sat there for a couple hours and nice even pace catching walleyes on a jig and a minnow. Boy, that's a nice feeling. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? 40 miles I put on the boat that day, though. Did you actually? Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Good time for an oil change. Yeah. Uh, rigging has been good. Jigging has been good. Crawlers, I think, are fading out. Like, my last day on one of the, the smaller local lakes, um, it had been dominated by crawlers, and it was they were leaning towards minnows. And maybe not, because it's supposed to be real warm yep. for, like, the foreseeable, for a week, I think. For, yeah. For the later, from about Wednesday on. From what our 10-day can see, it's going to be in the 70s. Right. Second summer. Second summer. And the water's cool enough. I think we'll enjoy it. Well, we'll get to that later on. Right. How was your week? Uh, it was a real dumpster fire. It was terrible. Oh One goodness. of the worst weekends, weeks I've ever had. Uh, I had a trip on Little Boy, and I drove a half a tank of gas on a pretty small lake. Yeah. And I still have no idea where there's game fish. That's, that's real, real spooky to me. That it can happen that quick. I have no idea. I mean, I I fish super. I fish super shallow. I fish shallow. I fish like your walleye depths, your thirteen to eighteen, uh, and I looked out super deep, and I found nothing. nothing. We caught two pike and a rock bass. Oof, so it was it was really tough sledding. This job will jump up and stay. Oh boy, it was bad. The thing I don't. It won't make you feel that much better, but I am just certain that any any walleye angler I know, if they landed on that lake that day, was going to struggle. Like, I just know for certain that I would have, because we, we run such similar programs mm-hmm. out there. And you're right about the size. Like, if you were driving that much, something goofy was going on. Yeah, I don't know if they were just laying that tight to bottom where you couldn't see them. But it was a they're fishy day. Super fishy. The weeds, the weeds are still green, mm. and there was no life in there. Mm. There was zero life. Mm. We had our two pike there, but... There, there was, it was lifeless. There was no perch. There was no, 
bluegills in there. There was nothing. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's what you fall back on is your shallow bite. Right. And I worked, I mean, we fished the weeds for an hour. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. That happens. That's part of the game. Yep. Um, and then I had a trip on woman that went okay. Uh, I, it was a windy day, and I should have known better, but I went and chased some deep water stuff, and I found them, but I couldn't for the life of me get them to eat. So I went to the shallow water, and I found some biting fish that ate a jig and a minnow up actually shallow, shallow for that lake. Found them in like nine foot. Mm. So um, I'm curious about that spot. We don't need to talk about it now, but yeah, I'd like to know about it. You do know about it. Oh, really? I'm sure you've told me about it. Mm. I don't know anything on my own out there. Mm. It's all because of you. So maybe not. I don't know. But um, that that those deeper fish, I think the ones you're discussing, I think are a pre premier example of pressured walleyes. That school has been getting pounded on. Whether or not it's that that spot you're talking about or not, there's one particular big school fish out there that um, is, they're all walleyes now, and they just get pounded on, and they lay in there, but they don't bite. Uh, always. Much. Always. I think they're just like, oh, another night crawler. Oh, look at this, a night crawler. Mm, oh, oh, wow. Mm, yeah. It was one of those super jumpy, flashy things. Oh. <laughs> all right. That thing hit me in the butt one time. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we should talk about the MWC so we're going to take a break and we'll be right back fall fishing is here and the one stop's got everything you need as far as gear to get you out on the water and have a good time we've got a great jig selection for your leech lake walleyes we've got plenty of hooks and sinkers for your rigging needs uh, and at the moment we've got some beautiful creek chubs uh, stop out in and uh, pick up your fall tackle and bait. MWC. I'm excited. Cabela's tournament. Mm -hmm. This is big time. Big time. I wonder how many boats are going to be in it. I bet I have. It's got to be more than 80. That's what it's been the last couple of years. I right. imagine it's gone I up. I imagine tournament numbers are up right now. Got to be. Yeah, Cass Lake uh, is typically, there's a lot of deep water fish. That that's always been what I've chased um, is fish deeper than 30 feet and largely fishing chubs and jigging rats and rigging crawlers some, but that's what I've done in the past. Um, do you think we just go, nobody's going to like change their tournament plan based on what we're doing, right? Can we just give it all, give all the secrets? I on? would, who cares? All right, so we're fishing only pike day. We had very limited amount of time to pre-fish. It was just me, just two days. Pike Bay, I think, is like 5,000 acres. And is uh, there's lots of good fish out there. Right. And I did look at the It's been one out there a few times. Uh, yeah, a few times. So uh, felt like after my first day where I had some success down there, not, not great, but didn't have much time to look at the main lake. It made most sense to just like go all in on Pike Bay. And uh, real high water is going to keep people keep some people out of there haven't seen a lot of people pre-fishing down there um and which is great for us great for us yep hopefully is you you never really know until the, the tournament, tournament day. day yeah they could have found fish on monday right right um but uh my first day was 
pretty mediocre, gave me some glimpses of, of what could be good, and then today I got a little lucky um, and found some shallow fish, shallow for pike day. So we've got a couple, we've got, we've got some nicer unders for sure in like 16 feet of water. And luckily, we've got great big creek chubs for our overs in deep water. Yep. Yep. So uh, our plan is to just go real quick pound on those those shallow fish and I think it could be real quick. I hope so. And then uh and then go out deep and look for a couple big bites. Boy, what a way to what, what that would be the ideal way to start off a tournament is you go pound on a couple shallow fish. Yep. Catch them and move. Yep. Cuz I think they're going to be cooperative and I hope we're the first ones there cuz right. you never know. Um the the deeper fish We'll, we'll figure that out. Yeah. They're, they're more spread out. The shallow fish were just like our fish back home, you know. Um, oh, here they are. Screw pretty tight. Stand them up. Catch them. So. Do you think the boat you had last year, you would have found those fish? Uh, no. Nope. I did. I don't know, though, because it was like, you know, I was looking at mid-depth water, slid up the break just a little bit yesterday, kind of on accident, and saw a little life on, like, the shallower break, you know, breaking mm -hmm. from... 24 to 20 uh checked that again today and saw some fish made a cast even shallower with the jig and wrap and got one and i figured that i it had to have been in shallower than i was right um and it just choked the jig wrap i couldn't even see the jig wrap that's a good that's a good sign and then uh then i drove the the, the fishy looking stuff around that in shallower water and found a good pot of them and then found another little pot of them so um Feel all right about that. We don't. We haven't. I haven't caught a big fish. You know, my biggest fish is twenty and a half. So we just. We yeah. just got to run into one. Yeah. Yep. But how out of the two days that you fished, you drove how much of it? A lot of it. Right. Yeah. I mean, a lot, a lot. And you, I guarantee you didn't. You didn't soak over the top of a big mark for more than a few minutes. Yeah. Yep. And sometimes they need some. They need some enticing. I mean, that's Phil. That's Phil Peterson's big thing, right? Right. Is he just goes back and forth, back and forth? Yeah. And he's a he's a good rigger. He's a good he's a good fisherman. He's not fishing this, but he's he's a hell of a fisherman. Yeah. So I I feel all right, man. I think could be could be great news. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm that's all. That's all I can say about that. I pre-fished up here, uh, like a month ago, and I threw my back out. <laughs> That was the most eventful thing that happened on Cast Lake for me. I drove and I drove and I drove, and I never got a bite. Never hardly saw a fish. But I was on Cast proper, and if it's the exact opposite of how I live my life, right? It's slow, it's deep, it's inconspicuous. I'm the opposite. <laughs> All right, I want it shallow. I want it defined, and I want it very conspicuous. Yeah, not it. I was thinking about how, like, I honestly, like, I'm super excited to fish tournament and everything, but Leech Lake is great right now, and the fish, some of the fish here are ten times deeper than the Leech Lake fish. <laughs> A lot of them are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I'll, I'm, I'm happy to be up here, looking forward to the next two days, and then I'll be happy to go back home. Yeah. This would be a good change in pace for, for us, though. Yeah. Uh, and it's not often we get to spend two full days together. Mm -hmm. So, 
if you keep flooding me full of compliments like you did at the beginning, boy, I don't know if you'll ever get rid of me. <laughs> but um, it's a two-day tournament, so it's not just it's not just a one and done like those like a lot of those aims are. This is a catch way, right? Yep, keep them alive. Keep them alive, and that's tough to do in the deep water. Yeah, for sure. Did yeah, you bring G juice? I have. Yeah, I have G juice. Okay. One yesterday that I caught out of deeper water, and it it was like stone dead, like curled stone dead. Twelve minutes after I caught it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks we like you're eating not, that yeah, one. Like we ate that one. <laughs> so hopefully that doesn't. Happen. Not ideal. Not ideal, but I do feel I like that one bit of chub was up in the water column when I set the hook. I had to, like might have been up ten feet. And then I like really, really burned on him once I hooked him because it was it felt like a goofy hook set to start with. So yep. I think he went from forty five feet to twenty really, really fast in the danger zone. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas the rest of the deeper fish I've caught, I've been able to like slow roll them and they they they're fine. No problem. No problem. Hmm. So I think you do have some control over it. Nice. Nice. Well, let's. Uh, that's about it for MWC. We'll, we'll give you the big details next week. Yep. Um, all right, we'll take a little break. This week's episode of Walleye Talk is brought to you in part by Full Stringer Bait and Tackle. The Full Stringer season is winding down, but uh, you can stop in and get some of the best live bait around for the best month of fishing around. Stop in, check out all their apparel, all their goodies for the boat, and make sure to pick up some great live bait. What would you be doing this week, Wilbur? I would be going wherever the stinking wind blows. You know where I'd actually go? I'd go up to Winnie. i just talked to Al from the Big Fish Supper Club. I don't know if you've ever been there, but it is a beautiful place to eat dinner. Uh, and he came in, and he bought a whole bunch of minnows, and uh, he's been catching like 30 fish a day. Really? Really, really. I want to do that. On uh, windswept shorelines, windswept points, in like 12 feet of water. Just messing him up, jigging the middle. Gold jigs. He bought a whole pile of gold jigs. So uh, if you're up for the weekend or whatever, go up to Winnie, go eat some dinner at the Big Fish, uh, jig a minnow like you've never jigged a minnow before. And they were shallow. I mean, I mean, he was the shallowest I think he said he was fishing. He made some drifts up into six, seven feet of water and was still catching them. That sounds great. That does sound great. So, and Winnie is going to be something fierce in the next two years. Next year, in the spring, will be, it'll be good as far as numbers go. But next fall, next summer, it's going to be unhinged. Right, because that's a 2018 year class that yep. you're talking about. Yeah, and it's, it's going to come unhinged. So, um, Yeah, I would be on Leech Lake if the wind blows and um, be pretty confident that if the wind isn't blowing that you can catch them on the small lakes um, except for a little boy don't go to that place yeah i think fishing's going to be great the it is going to be warm and that could could complicate things the optimistic side of me thinks that Fishing's going to be good fall fishing, and the weather, you're just going to be super comfortable. I could be wrong, though. They, the might, big thing they might be doing something different. Bring some night crawlers. I'd bring some night crawlers, yeah, wherever you go. And then don't be afraid on leech to look out 
outside of the, the shallow, so um, they couldn't go there. I think that's all I got, man. This is the shortest episode of Walleye Talk ever. Yep. Um, we'll make it up to you next time. <laughs> Sounds great. All right. This what, is. What do you call that? 68? Never mind. This is Walleye Talk. <laughs> I'm Dan. I, I will. We'll see you next time. <laughs>